0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's the Getting Over podcast, so that can only mean that there's a wrestling pay-per-view coming soon. It's coming soon, it's a couple of weeks away, but we wanted to get this in now, because obviously we've got the Christmas break to deal with. So we're recording it now, and everything at the time of recording is accurate, or as accurate as it can be wherever you get in your podcasts please do consider subscribing you can also like share and comment if you're in the giving mood but anyway let's get going with a brand new wrestling pay-per-view here we go this is cookie cast getting over
1: Recording in progress.
0: The lady speaketh, and the steweth answereth.
2: Hello everyone, welcome along. It is episode 39 of Getting Over. Here we are, once again, as always, with a bit of WWE news, reviews, and certainly some predictions coming your way ahead of the upcoming pay-per-view. So joining us on this podcast is the, the head of the network, the Adam Cole of this particular Undisputed Era. Andy Cook, baby. There he is.
0: Thank you, also, thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Also, the, the enforcer of the group, the Roderick Strong, if you will, Mr. Matthew Moore. And I spent ages looking for an Undisputed Era reference for, to suit Paul, but in the end... Uh, got We you all know
1: what you're going to say!
2: Well, there was no Ginger member, so you're fine. Um, Shucks. Speaking of, Ginger members, here he is. Good evening.
1: I was going to give you a lovely compliment. I was like, "Ooh, someone's been working on his opening patter. And then you had to go and ruin it (laughs) by bringing the colour of my so-called hair
2: into question. The the regular listeners and viewers would think that I was being held at gunpoint if uh, we didn't deliver some kind of opening barb in the... uh, it, your, your way in the, in, the, in, the, in the guise of your hair color Paul. so
1: I mean it, it's it,
2: it, you're absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah everybody all right this evening everybody ready for ready for ready to wrestle as Andy just uh, requested before we came on air. Um, so yeah we're, we're straight back to the regular business this month we'll get kicked off where we regularly do with a predictions title Um, last month we did have guest predictor Jack taking on the motley crew you're seeing here before you but could he take us down we are yet to be taken down by a guest predictor um, I haven't got the NFL level statistics that um, I could tell you how many guest predictions we've had so far over the 39 episodes but it feels like quite a lot um, so from worst to first we have Matt with two points out of a possible seven Um, we have Paul with three myself on four can the guest take it can he take it no Ah.
0: because
2: Jack also got four so very well done to Jack because you know I personally feel that four is a very respectable score Um, however sickeningly again he sits there with the title above his head, kind of on his head. Uh, but, yeah, the the champion for the end of the year on five points out of a maximum seven. Congratulations again, Mr Cook. Re-establishing his dominance over all things WWE predictions. Um, and, uh, yeah, getting himself a, a lovely hat in the process. How, how do you feel, sir?
0: Honestly, I feel amazing. I feel like a king and I feel this. Is the crown that goes with that kingship. Um, I'd, I'd like to thank. Many many people for this victory. But really I can't. It was all me. And uh, yeah. I'll be taking. Uh, <coughs> I'll be taking autograph requests. Uh, they'll be expensive. So you know. Rage opinion, piggy banks people. <coughs> but uh, Goldie. Has ended the year. Where she needs to be
2: I mean, Some would say it's been in your possession For at least 18 months or so <sighs> Yeah <laughs> So okay We'll get we'll get straight into the news then So there, <laughs> there's a little bit happened since last time we were on But the, probably the biggest piece of news Is where we'll start So where have we always started For the last however many podcasts now with a release however this time it wasn't down to budget cuts it was down to possibly some extracurricular shenanigans is is how I will sum this up in a PG format um so yeah for those of you that haven't heard Jeff Hardy has been released from his contract after being sent home from a live event it was the weekend of the 4th of December after having a a, a a quoted rough night um it was seemingly offered rehab by WWE, which was declined. And following that, uh, it was released on the 9th of December. Um, so how, how, how do we feel about that one? Surprised? Not surprised? It was... Uh, well, we discussed
1: it off-air in the fact that, I mean... It can't have come more than... A couple of days after I'd literally watched his his special on the network... In which he used the phrase, this was his last chance... At least twice Um, and it's I don't want to use the phrase like leopards don't change their spots and stuff like that because I don't think it's that sort of scenario this time but unfortunately for him it's it it does seem to be one of those situations where he he just he just can't seem to get out of his own way at times and. I've got a strong sense of deja vu that we've had this conversation before about him being caught under the
3: influence of something and the WWE having to do something with him and us all saying, oh, I really hope he gets the help he needs and gets himself sorted because it's a real shame that someone with his level of talent is being wasted in this kind of way. And of the ins and outs of this one hasn't really come out because the WWE just kind of released him Whereas in the past more details come I presume from within the building um as to what is going on and obviously off he toddles to rehab, whereas this time I mean it'd be interesting to see what actually went on, he might
2: it might have just been something else, but it, it's, have, you uh, seen, have you seen the footage from what you know what the fans have, uh, have put online about the match. So he was in a tag match um and basically tagged himself out. And did one through the crowd. Um, didn't didn't particularly look like he was he was all uh, coherent maybe at the time. So kind of it does it does corroborate the, the the rehab thing. Like like Paul said, it's just disappointing because he was he was on there as a special guest on the the broken skull sessions with with Austin, and he pretty much not only like he said had mentioned it was his last chance. But he spoke about how that he felt reinvigorated, and it was he had ideas for how to possibly bring the Willow character in for, for his sort of final run. Um, fancied himself for a run at the Universal Title to to end his career, and turns out that the run that ended his career was the one from the ring through the crowd. So,
1: with um, that, with that thing about the
2: Universal Title thing, like I don't know if it was just me,
1: but. I think he was an outside shot of a, a person to win the Rumble this year, just because like they'd sort of, they almost built that sort of story in with the, in like the I think he was the last Survivor member of his team in Survivor Series, well not the, wasn't the Survivor member, but he was the last member eliminated from his team at Survivor
2: Series, wasn't he? And, it, it's a difficult one because for a guy with that kind of level of career, like, the rumble is probably one of the things he hasn't done because yeah. he's, always, he's, he's always had the other kind of moments. So winning the rumble, I mean, people, you know, probably could have said the same about Edge being old or whatever last time around. But I, I, do you know? I hadn't even thought about it until that just came out of your mouth. But that that probably wouldn't have been the worst shout in the world. Um, the only difficulty with it is that its that he'd been moved to SmackDown, and we all know what the main event. WrestleMania is going to be for SmackDown, so um, I, I can't see him. You you see this?
1: I I don't now.
2: Just there's, just going going off reports that I've seen, but there's, there's, there's no there's no way that it's not going to be the Dwayne, especially after he uh, Binned him off at Survivor Series just so he could send his Golden bollock in for the uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that didn't look great, did it? No, that was weird. Come and promote my film. I oh, by the way, I can be there. Um, have a prop off the set to make a storyline out of. Cheers and bye. Um, yeah, bizarre. Um, so yeah, the, the we'll we'll move away from that anyway. So the the next the next piece of news that I had was that uh, WWE have launched uh, and announced their next in line program. Um. So it's, it's set to provide a clear pathway from collegiate athletics to the WWE. Um, following a, a new policy by the NCAA effective from July uh, this year, it allows college athletes the ability to monetize their name, image, and likeness, which is where the NIL, next in line thing, comes from. Um, WWE has constructed, uh, constructed, apparently, a, co- a comprehensive program to recruit and develop potential future superstars the next in line program aims to enhance the talent development process through collaborative partnerships with college athletes from diverse athletic backgrounds. I mean, it's a step away from just picking up all NFL players, but um, it's it's almost like cutting that bit off. <laughs> They're getting they get the the old NFL players before they fail at that. So, um, yeah, I, it, it's a strange. Like, it's a bit of a strange one because for me, as a, a you know lifelong wrestling fan, I much rather the people who actually do the wrestling do the wrestling um, rather than you know people who haven't really got any interest in it because I, I don't really find that there's, there's much there, there won't be many of them that have the kind of longevity of if it's not in them to stick around for that long I, I feel that they'll be in trouble if this comes to fruition as they intend it to because they'll have a lot of people who Come for the payday and then disappear.
3: Is that kind of looking like, alright, use it? And, and obviously, the Duane is a prime example of using it as a stepping stone towards films and TV and stuff like that. I don't know, he, his family are more entrenched in wrestling, so it was something that I don't know whether it was something he was planning on, just a fallback kind of thing, but these young athletes that you know, go to college and either, you know, have designs on going pro and, you know, if they kind of don't want to do the CFL, arena football, league, whatever else kind of route, um, then, it, you know, it, it, they kind of just drift into this and that becomes an option. I suppose what it does do is if they're going to just go into colleges in general, it expands the kind of gene pool. No, the thing of like footballers, um like American footballers, basketballers, actual collegiate wrestlers like Gabe Stevenson, isn't it? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, think I said about him the better, you know, but um, yeah, uh, but, um, but maybe it'll expand the people that they, they take into it. Um but yeah, it seems like like you know, I, I don't know. We've seen we've slow slow Slowly, quickly with the releases, they move away from the WWE for people who wrestle and like wrestling and put in the
2: legwork to become a wrestler in the old sense that it were It's it's one of them for me where, like, how many times are they going to try and reenact Kurt Angle? That's what it feels like to me. Like, every time they've tried it since Kurt Angle, you know, legitimate athlete. Did the wrestling, like the amateur wrestling, and it, it's just not worked. Like they, they had the perfect opportunity with uh, Chad Gable, Olympic wrestler, very similar stature to Angle as well. Probably not as tall as as most of the WWE roster, but um, you know has, has the technique and and the you know the, the physique for it. But yet, like he's never really kind of hit the heady heights, has he? It's, it's it, it just feels very much like. This is why I can't get excited about the um, Stevenson guy, because I, I don't know enough about him yet, for one, but it's like, oh, this guy, this guy did the Olympics, ah, oh, that's it, he's, that's it, it's fine, he's going to be branded with that Kurt Angle kind of stuff all over again.
3: He, he, he did win an Olympic medal, didn't he? Because he'd win yeah. gold. Yeah. He kind of, he's got a little bit more pedigree to it, and... Um, but still, though, I, I don't know, it's it's a different, it's a different, it is a completely different sport to, to kind of fetching fetch them in, you know. They've got to have, you've got to have charisma or a personality or something like that. And even even the wrestlers with the worst personality have generally got a better personality than sportsmen.
2: So, I guess... That that's definitely going to be like a, a a thing to watch because it's it's clearly just getting started. They've only just announced it. It's going to take a lot of time for people to feed through the system. Um, I guess you'd expect, with the exception of uh, Stevenson, the majority of it, to, the, the the sort of the products of that to go straight through NXT 2.0. Um, I mean, the, you know, they've already gutted NXT from the inside out. So I guess if they had a few few more unrecognisable faces at this point it's it, it's probably the time to do it in that respect um but i, I guess yeah watch watch this space with that one um, speaking of signings uh, it's been reported since the last podcast we did that kevin owens and Sami Zayn have reportedly signed new multi-year contract extensions um whilst the contracts could still be cancelled at any given moment given the recent track record um, for me, it is good to see these guys stay on WWE TV and be given the airtime that they deserve of late. Um, there'll be a little bit more on Kevin Owens in the predictions, uh, but Sami Zayn, for me, has done some of the best work of his career in the last two or three weeks. Um, having the opportunity to quite literally bounce off Brock Lesnar has been quite fun to watch. Um, brought a different side out of Brock Lesnar as well. Um I, I, there's not one person who I've, I've sort of mentioned this to who wouldn't want to see them now as the Canadian Alpha Males tag team um, which, which would be hilarious um, it was the comment about Brock apologising for hurting him and he was going to take him hunting and then Sammy Zane was like Brock we've spoken about this I'm vegan and it just seemed to sort of set him off a little bit more I was, I, I didn't know if he was trying to make him sort of like crack up on live TV but it, it was, it was really <coughs> So, here's the question then:
1: If at the start of the year we'd have been asked to sort of like do like an end of an end of year podcast, and the question would be, in twelve months, who would you see as being the most entertaining character on WWE TV? How many picks do you reckon it would have been before you were putting Brock Lesnar in that
2: slot? Oh yeah, big time. And I mean, mean if I from, from the bits that I've he, he, seen, he's coming man. across as the
1: mo- as, as the best thing to watch. Being I mean, like pretty much just in wrestling, isn't I'm
2: I'm, I'm going to hold back on what I'm going to say about him because there'll be more to come in the, the predictions section. Um, but i I've very much very much enjoyed Brock. Over, well, since his return, this this whole kind of butchery Viking kind of vibe that he's got going on um, has, has been. Has, Probably been his best kind of uh, pr- presentation, maybe since, certainly since he came back and, and beat the streak for sure. Like the bit in between times, it was been a bit like mm, well this has actually been entertaining. Um, but yeah, the the only other bit of I've got on the news this time around is um, tag team parting ways as of Raw this past week. So AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, and, and now, no more as a tag team. So, Styles was laid out by Omos on Raw, and it seems that now WWE are rushing to the first match between the former tag champs this next week. Um, it's been rumoured heavily that WWE have got quite big plans for both of them going into WrestleMania season. So, they're trying to possibly get a blow off to their sort of partnership ending very, very quickly. Um, when I read the rumours, did make me worry a little bit that they're going to get Omos in the Rumble because I think he's way too early for that. Um, Styles in the Rumble, however, I'd take that. Um, so I guess again, it's, it's always yes,
1: please. Sp-
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's not going to be a wrestling fan that you, you talk to that if if somebody said. AJ Styles come in the run, but how do you feel about that? I, I expect that 99.9% of them would, would quite happily take that. Uh, obviously for Andy, providing that Brock's not in the match, and for Matt providing that Randy Orton's not in the match. So on and so forth.
1: Of course.
2: Um, but yeah, that, that's it. It's, it's, it's not been the heaviest of news sections um, since the last podcast. I guess maybe things have slowed down a little bit towards the end of the year, but things are now starting to build towards a brand new pay-per-view event. So, as we mentioned last time out, they've binned off the December pay-per-view, but they have now got two in January, the first of which is on New Year's Day, and we are here to predict day one for the first time ever. So, there we go. Um, I'm pretty sure the tens of dollars spent on the creative team Um, have really paid off with the uh, coming up with a title for that one Um, but yeah, it does emanate from the State Farm Arena in Atlanta this time around, Um, as always when we come on to do the predictions, the match card is correct at time of recording, um, based on the information on WWE.com as we are probably recording a week ahead of where we normally do, um, as always I will drop in the um, card subject to change line, but for now And somewhat shockingly, two weeks away from a WWE pay-per-view, we have six matches booked in. So, you know, the money that they didn't spend on the name clearly went into putting some effort into the matches this time around. Um, So the six matches scheduled on the card are as follows. We've got Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. We've got a SmackDown tag team title match, The Usos versus The New Day. Edge versus the Miz, the Raw Women's title match of Becky Lynch defending against Liv Morgan, WWE title fatal four way match, Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley, and to round out the card, a universal title match with Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. So We'll head back to the start of that list and we will get into predicting Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. If you've been following and you know who Madcap Moss is, firstly, well done. Uh, But for a little while, Happy Corbin and his counterpart Madcap Moss have been making jokes at the expense of the Scottish Warrior based on him not getting the Universal title match he was after. Uh, keeping the former WWE champion anchored securely to the bottom of the card seems to be their main objective here, in what I can only assume is a knock him down all the way to the bottom to build him all the way back up again kind of a deal. Um, So, who is going to take this match on what will probably end up on the pre-show as well, by the way? So... Who who wants to take the first pick, Andy? Do you want to kick us off with with Drew McIntyre versus Madcap
0: Moss? It's uh, it's Drew all the way for me on this one. Um, I am unfortunately in the camp of I don't know who who this 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 Moss of the Madcap is. Um, so I had to look this one up. And was like, all right. Uh, unfortunately, I am feeling the this match is probably gonna get bumped. Uh, I I I don't I don't really know what the plan is here. Drew, you know, I I felt that Drew was always supposed to have like this monster run with like the title and sort of yeah, you know, fight. Everyone and everything for that title, and and just you know, run wild and like have this sort of this this reign, this era, or whatever. And it just didn't happen. And then losing all those title opportunities, and then this is the match for a pay per view. It's like, what are we doing here, people? What is, what is going on? Especially when you've got like. Oh, Brock Lesnar, the man that never turns up ever. Just like oh, I'll have a title match, I? It's like, yeah, sure. Like, what? What is happening with Drew? Why are we? I was about to say, why are we wasting talent? But uh, I forgot. <laughs> for, for a split second, I forgot about the company I was talking about. Um, <laughs> however, my prediction is Drew for this. Okay, you
2: are you are in the book. Uh, Paul, agree, disagree nuddy no, no, no contest eq which is your option uh agree wholeheartedly
1: uh it's, unless unless they're sort of trying to drive him out of the company i can't see anything other than a drew wit mm-hmm. um, i just sort of echoing what andy says just you know, you've got
2: a, a potential sort of like main event player who's just completely lost in the shuffle here, really despite the fact that I was excited when he got moved to Smackdown um, to now see that he's been reduced to effectively using his uh, entrance sword as some sort of backstage sword in the stone kind of bullshit with Adam Pearce in the back office um, yeah he's really disappointing. but I keep the faith with the guy so I have also gone with Drew McIntyre
0: do, uh, Vin- do you think Vince is trying to move him over to his other company <laughs>
2: Mm, whatever could you be referring to, Mister Cook? Just,
0: just, just pondering on on things.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, he's adamant that we're going to do that as a special in it one time. That's it. Maybe that's what we could do for episode forty. <laughs> if it ever
3: comes through the, the, that pod, we'll just hand over the podcast to Andy, and he can just say, "I told you so" for forty minutes and we'll just sit there and hang our heads in shape. Well,
0: what I can say is it's absolutely getting renamed as the I Told You So podcast, so look out for <laughs> that, that coming down the line.
2: It's for, for, every sing, for, for every single time that Andy's won the predictions and gone, do I just get to keep this now, that is the point at which you get to keep the title if that, if that comes to fruition. Uh, so, Matt, you, do you want to round, round us out on the... Uh, the Mad Cat Moss Drew McIntyre prediction. I've gone Mad Cat Moss as think like, as part of the storyline. I think it's kind of uh, the ultimate payoff's going to be him getting hands on Corbin up. I'm a little bit enjoying that, but I presume it'll be some kind of shenanigans within the
3: gate within the match and to cost him somehow or some way. Uh, but yeah, I've just yeah, just thought maybe just, just as a bit of kind of shenanigans to kind of drag him further down and build something else, no doubt, with Corbin.
2: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so then, we will move on to the next match with Matt securely out there on Point Island on his own. Um, the, the SmackDown Tag Team title match is next up, so the Uso is defending against the New Day. and uh, This iteration of that being obviously Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods Uh, These are two of the most decorated tag teams in WWE history, uh, colliding once again with the gold on the line. Whilst most fans will probably remember the Hell in a Cell match as the notable match in this rivalry over the course of time, um, this match isn't going to be contested under any kind of stipulations to this point. It is just a regular tag rules match. Since the last shot of the titles, the New Day have technically gained a king, are they going to add the tag goal to the entourage as well So who would like To kick this one off
3: I'll, I'll go on I'll, I'll start off they're going, ruin, they're going to ruin Andy's 2022 from day one By having the new day win At day one Because you know Michael Cole's going to love saying that Over and over again
2: this, you know all that kind of thing Lots, and lots of days to be said uh, while saying day one And the new day and all that kind of things. Yeah, I've gone new day. Okay, you are in the book. Uh, well, seeing that, seeing as you you referenced Andy's uh, favorite tag team ever, shall we go there?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, this is one of those situations where I hate having to do it, and every fibre of my being's like, just don't say it. Just go, go the other way. <sighs> can you put me down for the new day, please? Can, can well. Just, uh, um, just let, let's just move on. We don't have to dwell the record, on it.
2: The record fiction is now broken, and he is deleting this from the record. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. Well, I, I in the interest of balance, I, I have gone the other way with this. I'm going for the Usos. It's a bit of a coin toss, really, because I can't decide whether we're going to keep them in with the bloodline storyline and keep that going until uh, sort of a, a bigger event later in the year. But then also part of me thought. Their entrance music is down since day one-ish, so can they really let them lose? I, I'm I'm not so sure. I'm, I've gone for the Usos to retain, which leaves Paul you to decide if uh, you you go going majority or you're going to split the decision.
1: You you put point out that thing about the sort of the the music and the fact that it says down since day one. I, I, it kinda, like it kind of like. I have picked the Usos, but it now makes me think that The New Day could then sort of like try and do like a remix of like Shoulders Down Since, Day One, H or something like that. And that actually fit quite nicely. But um, no, I mean, surely we're at the point now where The New Day have had the tag titles way too many times. So if they're going to move, if they're going to change them, they need to put them on someone different. So I think they'll retain... I reckon they'll probably keep him on him until about until Mania
2: now. Okay. Right, you are in the book then as The Usos. So, um, we shall move on. We will get to Edge versus The Miz. Both of these guys returned to WWE action on the same night a few weeks back on Raw. Uh, Edge coming off the back of a big win over Seth Rollins in match of the year contender probably a Crown Jewel inside Hell in a Cell. The Miz returning from a, you know, just as gruelling encounter on the uh, Americans ver- uh, the Americans version of Strictly with uh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, the main difference between the two is clearly that Edge won his uh, his match, but um, but yeah, we shall we shall leave it there. Um, since the first encounter, the war of words has heated up quite nicely. A lot of it was about shoes, you know, far flung but uh, but can the in ring action be as good? And if so, who's going to win? Um, I will dive in first on this one this time around I have gone for Edge Uh, He won against Rollins in in Hell in a Cell It seems like they've kind of wanted to keep him relatively hot I mean they could ask the Miz to (coughs) strip naked Jelly on live TV and he'd do it So I don't really think he'll care if he loses Um, So there we go I'm going for Edge to win this one Uh, Paul I completely disagree. What you think Uh, Edge is going to strip naked and run through jelly? Yes,
1: please. (laughs) That'd be nice for uh, for a change. Uh, (laughs) I think it's that sort of one where, surely, if if the Miz if the Miz loses, is that not just like the end of it? Like Edge is like sort of proven that he's the he's the better man as of art. I've gone for Miz to win just because I think this might be a bit of a stretch storyline to get him to a, 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 the, maybe the rumble but more likely this might be a Mania sort of storyline culmination
2: shall we say mm-hmm. and Edge will win at Wrestlemania Okay, uh, You are in the book for The Miz uh, Andy
0: I looked at this one and it was very much for me in, in some ways it, it would kind of have been a, a coin toss match and then I just looked at it as like, which of the guy, which of these two guys do I prefer? So, Edge for me. I I, I far prefer Edge to the Miz in 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 all walks of uh, of their respective careers. So in the end, I was like, I'm just going Edge. I'm going Edge on this one.
2: Okay. Uh, so Matt, down to you then. Casting vote time. Splitting it or you majority in it. <laughs> with the Miz. That bl- <coughs> well, on on recent form I'm pleased that I agree with Andy, put it that way. So
0: <laughs> you stick with me, Stuart, I'll make a um, star.
2: <laughs> oh dear. Right, okay, so at this point we are halfway through the predictions. So it's probably a good time just to take a very small commercial break that will feel like you have blinked and probably indeed missed it. So, uh, we shall be right back.
1: Recording in progress.
0: It nearly wasn't. I couldn't couldn't work out the buttons. I was like, just keep pressing things until it works. Like I do with everything in life. Back to you, (laughs) Stu.
2: I mean, that could be a mantra that the uh, creative team should take on, perhaps. Who knows? Um, You know, They've, uh, they've clearly pushed the delete button one too many times this year, however. So we'll uh, we'll, we, we'll move on. Right, the next match on the Day 1 predictions is the Raw women's title match. So Becky Lynch defending her title against Liv Morgan. Uh, this is a rematch from Raw a few weeks ago. As Becky Lynch once again held the ropes to score a cheat victory. When challenged the following week by Liv Morgan, Lynch accepted, saying she didn't need to cheat to win. But she did it because it was easy, because she could do it. Um, Lynch then proceeded to trap Morgan's arm between the ring post and the stairs before clattering into the side of the stairs, injuring Liv Morgan's arm. Will that injured arm be the one left holding the title from the end of day one? What do we reckon this time? Is it is it finally Liv Morgan's time or not? Uh, Matt, there was, a, there was a little bit of a shake of the head there, so let's, uh, let's dive straight into you. I've got with no, I I just think
3: Becky Lynch is going to retain it. It, It'll be building towards something else with somebody bigger, which sounds terrible, but I don't think. No, given Liv Morgan the push that to give her that extra bit of oomph to kind of make her put her up there with uh,
2: Becky Lynch or something like that. So yeah, okay, um. I have also gone with Becky Lynch. However, much like uh, was mentioned with the Edge versus the Miz Slow Build to Mania, um, I'm, I'm at this point possibly even taking Liv Morgan as an outside win for the uh, for the Women's Royal Rumble um, because she's got that chip on her shoulder after after the cheap loss last time. Who's to say it's not going to happen exactly the same way this time around? Just to sort of further fuel that fire. Uh, but ultimately, for for day one's predictions wise, I've got Becky Lynch to retain. Andy.
0: So there was there was a point in time where I was going to go with Liv Morgan. Um, I I'd sort of been looking at the the way the story was unfolding, and I think like the the injury, uh, something like that always feels like it leans heavily towards that person then coming back to win. It's like oh, they were handicapped. But then they came back to, to still take the victory. But kind of like with the with the Edge and the Miz one, in the end I was like, I I I can't go that way, so I just went with uh, Becky, <laughs> Becky Lynch in the end. <laughs> okay. All right,
2: you are you are in the book for well, Becky Lynch. Thanks. So, is this going to be the first clean sweet prediction? Paul? You pay per view this, yeah first day of the new year yeah
1: company that likes to make a big splash every now and again yeah brand new pay per view first time it's been shown there'll definitely be at least one title switch it's not going to be either of the big titles for me it's going to be this one
2: so I have got Liv Morgan winning Okay, uh, you are down in the book for that one. I'm, I'm loving your optimism there, Paul. Um, and, and again, for reasons which we'll get to shortly. Uh, so, moving on, we have a WWE title Fatal 4-Way match. Um, Seth Rollins won a Fatal 4-Way match on Raw to win a one-on-one title match against Big E. And then was put back into a fatal four-way match for the title. <laughs> um, so if anybody's going to feel hard done by here, it is definitely Mr Seth Rollins. Um, it wasn't quite as, as kind of easy as that was laid out in the respect of Owens and Lashley both earned their way into the bout uh, with statement victories on Raw. But especially Bobby, uh, Bob, Bob, Bobby Lashley, Chaser, Seth, um, who had to defeat all three of his day one opponent, opponents on one night to be added to the mix. Um, it's definitely Big E's biggest challenge to date as champion can he hang on or do we kick off 2022 with a new WWE champion based on what Paul has just said let's go straight to Paul for this one nope Big E to retain for me please I thought that was just going to be your entire bit then nope <laughs> <laughs> already, okay. already so you know boil <laughs> as much Okay, so you are in uh, in the book for Big E. Matt, I've gone Big E
3: as well. Yeah, it seems early to finish his reign, as it were.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andy? To celebrate his new contract, it's going to be a big KO for me. Oh, man. Kevin Owens, baby.
2: I I would love it If that happened I would feel bad for Big E Because I do like Big E um, But I would love it if Kevin Owens won um, However Slightly slightly Future spoiler alerts In the respect of Because of said contract Is it Kevin Owens for the Rumble nobody's uh-huh. really making great strides on that position at this point and I definitely have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens down for that bracket based on the recent performances uh, however day one predictions, it is Big E so Andy, if Kevin Owens does win, that's a whole point just for you um, so yeah, so we have one more match on the, uh, the card for predictions and this is the universal title match so, in what has been the battle of Paul Heyman's loyalty, these two absolute giants of SmackDown now meet for the Universal title once again. In recent weeks, we've seen a different, more talkative version of Lesnar, uh, prompting some fans to question where this side of him has been all these years. And this is what I was kind of alluding to earlier. Like Lesnar was always the next big thing when he first arrived, but how much of a bigger thing could he have been had he had the mic skills all that you know all the way through his career there's, there's no arguing that obviously heyman's been good for him now the best thing that could have happened to him in that situation but he's either been he's either finally applying what he's learned from being by his side all this time or he's just been hiding something that people didn't really knew they didn't really know that he had um some of the stuff that they've done has been been really good but like Lesnar has been alluding to the fact but never really fully confirming that Paul Heyman is still in fact his advocate um, all this eventually got too much for Roman Reigns this past week on Smackdown where he unceremoniously fired the special counsel before rocking him with a Superman punch to the chops as well so um, the questions leading into day one who's fooling who with regards to hims loyalty where you know where do his loyalties lie in that respect and who will be the one on day one ish holding the universal championship um, as Brock Lesnar is in this match it only feels right to ask Andy first because um, I think I think for the regular listeners and viewers um. I think we probably can guess where this may be going.
0: Now, I know, I know that we're all on board with Roman Reigns maintains the title all the way up to battling out with The Rock, and we we're, were all in agreement there. And there is that part of me that wants to say, I, I am still. In, in full agreement of that But unfortunately he's going to have to get the title back From Broccoli Rob Come on It's, okay. it's Brock Lesnar uh, baby Come, come on
2: I, I'd, I'd reserved a little I thought shall I write it in beforehand I was like mm,
0: Absolutely it get it written in beforehand, <laughs> beforehand.
2: Uh, Well it is now securely In, in the book um, I I <coughs> get the fact that the, the way that I feel it's going to happen is I feel like this whole Superman punch business is absolute horseshit, and I think that I think that Heyman is, is kind of done that as like a almost like a double bluff in that respect and as such I think that Roman Reigns will retain based on some Paul Heyman shenanigans um, so I have gone the other way in that respect I, I, I think Reigns will still retain it's not WrestleMania yet. The Rock hasn't, um, you know, made us smell what he's cooking and all that nonsense. So, um, so yeah. Roman Reigns it is for me. For the reasons that Andy also mentioned. Uh, Matt? I have a read with
3: uh, our Lord and Master Andrew Cook. Um, I'm going with
2: Broccoli Rob. Full title as well, Matt. That's just...
3: Um, I just think I, I don't know, part of me thinks kind of, obviously Reigns has been champion for a while now and maybe they need to take it away from him to kind of, you know, new day, day one that kind of thing, you wonder whether the is the Rock it, you know, most of the matches the Rock has come back and done have not been title matches have it? it's just been like legend versus legend this, that and the other so I wonder whether they'll just go Head of the table. Whoever wins the match at WrestleMania, will be head of the table, as it were, kind of thing, and that'll push spoilers. Spoilers for everybody, folks. That'll be Roman Reigns winning, and uh, and and kind of sitting him as like the top guy, kind of thing uh, at WrestleMania over the Dwayne. Um, for this one, I think this is their opportunity to take the title off Roman Reigns and uh,
2: and give it to Broccoli Rob for. You know, for a bit. for right. WrestleMania. I mean I, I definitely liked at least fifty percent of that prediction where you said the rock's gonna lose at WrestleMania, so um so yeah, so moving on then, Paul, are you are you gonna make this a 50-50 split or are you gonna just let me have the point on my own?
1: <laughs> you know how I said that only one title would change hands at this paper. I still believe that Brock um, Lesnar will win this match ooh. by disqualification. Okay,
2: let's put one of Paul Paul's predictions in the book. But the, uh... well,
1: this like this. Well, this like sort of brings it back to your point there of like him and getting involved, and is he basically just going to go and like. Give Brock the old or something like that to uh, you know cause the disqualification and then and, uh, and Reigns
2: and the Usos just you know giving the old beat down I mean, t- talk about like spreading your bets between <laughs> us in the sense of we've got two clean Lesnar wins, we've got a Reigns win with Paul Heyman interference and a Lesnar win. With Paul Heyman's so, so we've, we've pretty much got all bases covered, and and that's the way that we like to do it. So why not? Um, so that does complete the predictions. Um, nobody has got a matching set of predictions, so that fares well for next time around. Um, so we we shall see. Um, that very swiftly brings us on to: Has anybody got any other business? Um, I've got. We don't. It,
3: it's happened since the last pod, hasn't it? The Gagano and um, Kyle O'Reilly, both of their contracts running out with NXT and at first I was like oh it seems like a bit of a work after the way obviously Gagano had kind of said oh I'm going to talk after war games and then was attacked on the on the normal show that kind of thing but it, his his t-shirts were up in pro wrestling tees that would appear that he's definitely leaving and they've got a baby on the way so Gone buy some of his T-shirts, uh, but yeah, it's a shame of that kind of continuing the continued dismantling of um, of NXT as the second iteration kind of thing. in the first kind of one with with the Shield and like Big E and all that kind of thing that kind of built it to being something worth following, and then this the new kind of thing with Gargano and the Undisputed Era. Um, building it to something that they then push onto TV and then it seems to be a gentle dismantling of any of those people uh, being on there um, in a significant role apart from Champa at the moment and oh, Roderick Strong um, yeah, it just seems to be, you know, and they'll, they'll find work because obviously Vince will employ him for the other company but um kind of, <laughs> uh, but uh, But, you know, it it just seems a shame that, again, these kind of talented workers that were given a push. um, Gagarin has always had his push, but obviously O'Reilly had a push um, not too long ago, and it just seems to be like, all right, I'm off, but, you know, we're we're done done with them. And, obviously, he is being teased by Adam Cole, maybe, as turning up at AEW sometime soon. I hope so, because then you can team up with Bobby Fish, and we can have a Dragon kind of reboot, and that'll be lovely. As long as they bring back, as long as they bring back the fish tank segment, which is if you go onto YouTube and watch the fish tank. It's
2: fantastic. The the thing with that is that like AEW can then finally have some tag team champions that that people will want to see. Because they must, are people not bored of the Young Bucks by now? And like, it's just
3: Young Bucks or the Lucha Bros that I still don't really get and mm. picked up and put down tag belts a couple of times and stuff like that. And it, it's their their tag their tag division is as disjointed as WWE's, and that's probably one of the more disappointing kind of things because having the Young Bucks as part of the kind of lead group you would have thought that tag team wrestling had a kind of higher level of quality to it um but i think I, mean, it's, I don't think we've discussed it on here but it's definitely been discussed in other in other places the tag team matches are very gitty and not very kind of well thought out lots of rush in the ring and they kind of Prospect of intentions to get out of the ring is, is definitely not followed. Most of the time, what's his face has to penta thing
2: he has to do is zero meow kind of thing before anybody gets out of the ring, and then he pisses them out for a bit. So hopefully they can do do, do something with it. Um, yeah. There's um, there's talk of FTR's contracts being up as well because they were like one of the first but like big tag team signings, I guess. So that they've not there's no renewal. There, as far as I'm aware, yet for their AEW contract, So who knows? I wouldn't expect them back in WWE. I would fully expect them to stay, but they'll still have options to explore. Don't, you know, there's, Impact have made some strides in that. In fact, I'd say probably Impact's tag divisions probably in a better state than um, than the many at the moment. But so is New Japan. So I, I think New Japan would probably be appealing to them too as well.
3: Um, purely for the, I, the strong style I, of them. I always get them, the two of them mixed up. The old guy, that's that old, isn't it? But yes. He's he's made kind of no kind of uh, secret of the fact that he doesn't plan on wrestling a massive amount longer. Um, so I think if they want to go and fulfill stuff like New Japan and other companies and wrestle the kind of tag teams that they have on their list as it were um, then they're, yeah, they're probably going to have to start trying to get it in over the next kind of couple of years to kind of really fulfil that um, but yeah the kind of I think yeah, obviously Tegan Knox as well was released um, and the old Cody wrote the list of people who she wants to
2: face as well so I've not it's seen I've I'm not, I'm not seen who she put on the list I think it's on her Instagram
3: kind of thing. It's a, it's, a, it's quite good, it was kind of Chris Brooks and then like the question mark to it because obviously they've wrestled loads and loads of times, like Kid Light Coss is on there and, and kind of um, quality wrestlers. Um, and another sneaky one that kind of got under the radar in a NXT UK kind of thing, up where Joseph Connors has left NXT UK. And turned up at North Wrestling, um, like one of the local ones. To, to me, last at the last um, event that they had. Um, and seems to have an interesting character behind him, which is quite good.
2: Mm, I always liked Connors, but um, I didn't realise I, I knew that he'd been at North, but I, because they kind of have that kind of deal where sometimes they can and sometimes they can't. Um, sort of go elsewhere. I didn't realise that he'd actually left. So yeah, that is that's that is some news.
3: I think I think the the, the kind of idea behind is all NXT UK has just been taken off his kind of in, uh, social media stuff and uh, the kind of the, the idea behind his promos kind of been like oh, I've been restricted by the confines of the place I was in. I you know, PG kind of stuff and uh, it's kind of like that's not where I am, that's not where I'm meant to be kind of thing, so yeah, it's, it should be interesting to see where he goes with it. He's, he's his promos are not the most interesting, his promos are interesting, his delivery is not, would be my kind of thing.
2: Okay, I think, well, unless unless anybody else has got anything else, then uh, we, shall, we shall leave it there. Okay. Well, thank you very much to you gentlemen for, for joining me as always. Thank you very much for listening or watching along. Um, if you haven't yet, clicked the subscribe button. Do it now. Just do it. It'll take you a second. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. And, uh, and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And for those of you that know me personally, that is the only time I say those two words this year. Enjoy.
0: Cheers, boys. There we go. What do you think of that? Are you looking forward to the new wrestling pay-per-view? What do you think going to be every year? We will find out. Thank you from everybody here at CookieCast for listening, watching, enjoying the wrestling podcast for another year. Wherever you get your podcast, please do consider subscribing because it means a lot to us and it makes you part of the CookieCast family. You can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. cookiecast.com. Got some uh, ways to get in touch so you can contact us and let us know how you're getting on. That's it for this one, and that's it for this year. Till next year, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.